WRL Broadcast. I am Hate Mail. With me today, I have Kage, M4, and French Fries, Juicy Fries, the leader of the Court of Owls. And today, we're going to talk about Rebirth. And we want to just kind of talk through our strategies on Rebirth because everybody kind of has their own mantra, ideals, but we thought it'd be a fun conversation. So we'll get right into it. I guess we'll uh, start with you, Juicy Prize. I know um, you have a favorite character you like to rebirth, so if you want to kind of talk yeah. about your rebirth strategy. So, uh, my rebirth strategy is uh, I like to focus on uh, on characters that I, I have a lot of fragments on him, and I know he's really strong, that he's going to be usable in, in uh, all kinds of game modes, and and that is gonna what makes it quite annoying for some players. Uh, typically, I'll go for strikers or tanks. So the strikers hit harder, and the tankers get extra tankier. So what I have rebirth right now is a RB3 CAGA, an RB3 um, uh, assault warsuit Lex Luthor. Uh, uh, RB1 Harley Quinn, which I will upgrade to RB4 in the future, and of course Black Adam, uh, who's RB3, and uh, very soon to be RB4 as well. So that's my way of doing it. And I want to upgrade Hal Jordan to RB4 as well. Do you have RB3 like high... now, or do you Hal Jordan at all? I mean, my Hal Jordan is not, um, is not rebirthed, but I have 2,600. It's good enough for RB3, but I'm really working on him to make him RB4. He's going to be quite annoying because he's going to be a tank. Uh, yeah, that's that's basically it. That's one approach. I know some people do it differently. And I, I am also that kind of player that only makes my characters level 70 and gear 11. And I only make the characters level 80, or as we say in the hours, we bowsy them if I decide to uh, rebirth them. M4, what is your strategy for rebirth? My strategy is uh, focus on tunes that can counter popular ones, so like Booster and uh, Castaway, Green Arrow, so I have them both at RB3. So the idea is, because I think it, uh, they benefit once you get to RB3. So mostly focus on tunes that I can get there. But there are a few exceptions, though. Like Alan Scott, he's just so damn good. I had to do it, even, he, even if I only have RB1 shards. Yeah, the re- what kind of got me to the... I, at first, I kind of just was... I did Starfire just because I love Starfire. And then after just hoarding shards and mulling over it and being torn on what to do, I decided I loved my stun team so much. I rebirthed everyone in my stun team. I kind of regret rebirthing Catwoman a little bit now, even though she was useful in one siege. But now um, with Catwoman being replaced by Booster Gold, I... My, I don't want to rebirth anyone unless I can take them to rebirth three or above. Just because after facing Du Bois, rebirth three, Alan Scott, he's just such a nightmare. I decided that was really a good, the good tipping point. 
But I made an exception for both Donna Troy, who I can't take above Rebirth 2, and Booster Gold, who I can't take above Rebirth 2. And now I'm hoarding Rebirth Crystals again, debating on who to do next. I can take Black Adam to RB5. I can take Flash to RB5. And if Cyborg Superman gets an event next month, I'll probably farm the shards and take him RB5. Oh, and I can take Cheetah to RB5, even though I would never rebirth her. (laughs) (laughs) I farmed her shards to RB5 like a moron. Um, I have a couple other characters I could take really high that I wouldn't do. Um, <clears throat> I could take A.W. Lex to higher rebirth, but I, I don't know if he's worth it because there's so many other reds that are so good now. Uh, Booster can do the job yeah, much I mean, faster. He's really good, but Booster's just... Well, good. he's really good because the most popular rebirth character is Black Adam. Right. And then also in Siege, you know, Constantine's always there, so... Yeah, he can also solve really the really problem. Rather. Kage, you haven't rebirthed anybody? I One. have DOJ. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's about it. it. The minute she gets reworked, I don't know. I might... You're screwed. <laughs> I th- yeah, I know, right? We just talked about that. Uh, I don't know. If she gets a re- if she gets a rebirth, I might as well if rework, I might as well just go all in. I've I've formed her to RB three. Uh, I have like 120 rebirth tokens. Whatever. She might be pretty scary at RB3, but if you go back to our Wraith Abuser episode, you will see why Kage's not rebirthing anybody. (laughs) (laughs) So there's another school of thought. So I know Sheriff Lobo and Ballsy does this. So I think they almost always rebirth tunes that will give them an edge in Siege. So any of the bonus tunes they do. Which rebirthing Constantine might not be a bad idea since he seems like he's in Siege every other month. No, it's a bad idea for us. <laughs> yeah. I hate him. <laughs> well, we have rebirth booster gold, so it's not going to matter. So he's going to die on tier one either way. But true, I could rebirth him. But I, yeah, so I can not... only take him to RB one though. So. That MF booster never gets that true sight for me. I don't know why. He never gets true sight on turn one. I actually get it frequently, not right. as much as I'd like, but enough that yeah. it's okay. Think of it as a bonus. Yeah, think of it as a bonus. Don't assume that he'll get it. Assume that he won't and plan for that. If he gets it, then great. That's like the only little bit of RNG I get with any character. Which, I mean, granted, I've used up. And for those of you that are wondering why I was kind of MIA a little bit, I had a big-time cancer scare. Something showed up on a scan, and I had to get a PET scan. It looked really ugly. But my RNG in real life kicked in. And it was all clear, so I am good to go. Right, and now your DCL is screwed again, right? Yeah, but my DCL is screwed, which you can see by the theme match I put shared with you, <laughs> so, where my Mira didn't proc a single time to any of the OEs. That's that's yeah. like a good trade off. Yeah, I'll, I'll take I it. would take that trade off yeah. anytime. <laughs> but so I I think. I don't know. I I think tanks in general would really benefit from rebirth. Like, uh, my L5 Donna Troy gets one shot by an RB3 dead shot. No joke. Like, mine can take it's crazy. She's only RB2. Yeah. So if you rebirth your tanks like Donna Troy to higher levels, she's not gonna. She's gonna be annoying. (laughs) I can tell you from fighting like Donna Troy, rebirth levels they're very annoying and hard to kill. Yeah, I almost wailed on her shards last time, but it was like, it was an insane amount of gems to take her to RB3. Like, 
60000 and I just couldn't bring myself to do it. Such a good financial plan for them. Gosh. <laughs> yeah, they were quite smart. I mean, I still am surprised that Rebirth tokens are still as rare as they are. Because if they were more frequent, you would spend on the shards more. Yeah, if we keep, if we get one like every two weeks in red alerts, that's not too bad, I think. They should really just start dumping rebirth tokens into the game because there's no point in playing the game in 40 years. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, don't yeah. get it. I don't get it. Their, their strategy, their salespeople miss the boat so much. I just, I, I don't understand. They, they uh, mustn't have never gone to school for economics. Well, they're so scarce that you're willing to buy those packs. I those guess, packs. but I mean, still, how much more would you spend on shards if you had tons of rebirth tokens? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. I would, I'd, I'd be able to answer that if they fix wraith. Quite a few people. Quite a few people. Oh, that's the other thing. I mean, if you fix a Wraith, you're going to make more money. Granted, there's a handful of us that are going to spend $35 a month to... Oh, that doesn't even have anything to do with it. I mean, there's a handful of us that used to spend a lot on trying to compete in Wraith, but all of us have given up. None of us compete. It's just the 10-point fighters that compete. So, I don't know. That's a whole other side tangent, but it just doesn't make sense to me. I mean, maybe there's some analytics that make sense, but... I think if they were to even just try it, they would see. The problem is, is that if they dumped just a small to you know, a small amount in initially, you have so many characters waiting to be rebirth that you're you know, you gotta use those up first. But as soon as you've exhausted all the characters that need it that you want to rebirth, then you're gonna start buying shards. And that's the other thing I don't understand too, on a side tangent, is why do you make like for example, Donna Troy, they've done a sale once in a blue moon. But why wouldn't you make it so that you have the opportunity to purchase these shards a little more frequently? Because if you if you love a particular character that hasn't showed up in like four years, I mean I understand the scarcity and you're gonna buy when it's scarce, but you know that person may not be in a financial position to purchase it at that time. So if you make these characters available a little more frequently, people are more inclined to buy them. Yeah. <laughs> You know, that makes yeah. a lot of sense because a lot of the new new players that come in, they're like, you know, I have to... Imagine this is your first month playing DCL and you're stuck with Spectre as your first Mystic. Yeah. When there's like a million other better Mystics that you could have bought well, and say your favorite up. character is Raven, you know, or somebody, you know, any of the other Mystics. But you have to wait a year to use them or to even unlock them. I mean, it's crazy. Like, why would you do that? Why wouldn't you just make it very expensive and make it available always or make it at least more frequently? I, I just, sometimes I don't understand any of the logic of this game. So, WB, make, make rebirth, rebirth crystals and fragments more, <laughs> more saturated. Please. More available. Just make it so that there's an opportunity to... Ah, yeah. I mean, uh, for me, I'm I'm really against the idea of loot boxes. Uh, I always think, like, for these games, the, the people could make so much more money if they if they allow the players to decide who they buy. 
obviously you can limit that a bit by having a, a selection of characters in a certain period, but with it, but you choose how much or what you want to buy uh, from from that pack. So you you get what you want rather than just a, a sort of RNG fest where you just hopefully it shows up and and it hopefully gives you the right amount. I'm just not into that thing. It's I mean, DC is a lot gambling. better than other games about that. They don't do the gotcha. That is true because I I mean I have played Marvel Strike Force for a whole year. I mean I got kicked out of the alliance for missing for messing up one raid. So I said, ah, oh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna uh just quit that game downright and just focus on DCL. And That's probably for what, the best. <laughs> yeah. And what I have realized is I compared the prices between MSF and DCL and yes MSF has so much more content that can be very fun and it's very F2P friendly as well, free to play friendly, but the sale is really expensive for what you get. Like if you want to level up a character, I mean, you can spend like 200 a month in DCL. You get you get 500 fragments of that character which is L2, almost L3, and you also get 50,000 gems that you can do so much for leveling. For the same amount of money, you cannot really do a lot in MSF. You probably have to spend like uh, $700 to $800 just to max out a character, because every time it's just going to be, the value is going to be really bad, or uh, sometimes you're subject to... um, uh, a lot of uh, red RNG just to get the fragments, and of course, there's the whole red star thing in there, which is you just yeah, they go to like dip- legendary eight now or something insane. Uh, it's called red star. Basically, it's uh, our legendary ranks, so you get a, like a exponential stat boost. But you open these red star orbs, and it depends on it's RNG that decides what character you get like really high ranks. So. Imagine in DCL, you can only RB characters based on the loot box pack. Don't give them ideas, Fries. Don't give them ideas. (laughs) (laughs) They do listen from time to time. (laughs) I swear to God, don't do this, okay? They Uh, hear, oh, MSF makes money doing this. Let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) But that was really, really bad. I'm glad DCL didn't go down that path. It's what makes me stay in DCL. So Warner Brothers, yes, you may not earn a lot of money, but you're still getting 200, 200 pounds per month from me. So good for you. It's insane how much money mobile games are. I mean, they're just... When you really think about it, it's like... I spent 60 bucks on the new Call of Duty that's coming out. And I'm like, that's, I may occasionally buy like a cosmetic pack here and there, but that's it. <laughs> I'll play yeah. it for a year. Uh, yeah, and uh, on that, I'm actually glad Siege is a thing because Siege actually allows me to spend less money every month now because the reason I spend £200 per month is to make sure that every character can stay at L5. But since Siege happens now, I can, without 
buying any siege energy I can stay around top 60 and there's a PvP event afterwards as well I only need to buy one pack so I'm spending less money as well so it's good for me and it keeps me happy to carry on with the game hey so, stop don't yeah. admit that you're spending less money they're gonna I can be very happy <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of editing to do on, in this episode. <laughs> I mean, but on the other point, if you if they increase the price again, they'll drive away a customer, which is not good. And I mean, having been, I have played this game for three years, so I I imagine like from all of us in ours, if we quit the game, I don't think I'm going to play any mobile game anymore. I'm just so invested in this game; it's part of my life now. Yeah, it, it's Every not just like, the game; it's our community. I right? think that's the same for most. If we exactly. don't yeah. talk to each other, I mean, we're really bad influences. We should stop talking to each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we would have all quit a long time ago. Every sure. morning, I wake up, I use my energies, I do my PVPs, I go to line to see if there's any prim talk. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's been a, just he's been so, a little quiet lately, actually. He's been a bit quiet lately. Uh, he, he sounds normal, actually, which is not yeah, normal. Because, honestly, Prim Talk destroys a brain cell every time he says something. <laughs> yeah, and, I, I got to get him back on the podcast. So, he was one of our most popular guests of all time. Yeah, and I'm a doctor, so I have to keep my brain cells so I can actually <laughs> treat people. <laughs> I do have a rebirth-related question. What's that? Who is the scariest rebirth that you fought or faced? Um, I would say Wonder Girl still. That RB3 Wonder Girl that Vincent has is horrifying. Yeah, but Booster I cannot gear. one-shot her. My dead shot will not one-shot her. And he's full of gear 11. I am not wow. scared of any mystics. You know who the scariest I faced? Batwoman. Batwoman. Yes! God damn. <laughs> she's she pretty scary she's I've never scary. seen more than an RB1 but that RB1 her yes, out of turn hits yes. it's scary I think, I think if she was an RB3 of it. that would be super scary is it because she's really fast well yeah. it's not that it's the yeah. out of turn hits every time you can't kill her and then every turn you hit anybody okay so here's the school of thought against Batwoman right you're gonna use Donna Troy so you have the Awareness, right? But the cooldown on that stupid kick move is two. And she's invisible. So she will... This In Siege, in Raid, it's fine, right? But in Siege, if she gets another turn, someone's going to die. Even if you're a green, she doesn't care. That rebirth well, sound got, though. That, and wow. yeah, every time, you, every time you do a hit out of turn, she'll poke you. And that chip damage... It's, yes, it hurts. Yeah. It's, it's, I think it's 8%, 10%. Chip damage? It's scary. I'm more annoyed the fact that the chip damage just removes all the awareness in my team. Yeah. Yeah. Because ev- everyone knows I always run the hours team. Yes, it's easy to beat, but the matches are just so much quicker. I can just get it done. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I wish I'd revert yeah. that team just to run auto more. I used to be scared of uh, the boys, Alan Scott, but since I got booster, yeah. Even yeah, the. Yeah, even the RB5, Black Adam's like, yeah, okay. I don't know. I think the the scariest character I've I've encountered is it's not just like ter- it, I wouldn't say he's terrifying, but he's just generally annoying. 
is Hal Jordan in the High Rebirth. Yeah. It's just so difficult to kill him. I just save him for last, and he's fine. Y- yeah, yeah, but you you better be sp- spending at least, you know, two years on that, you know. You might as well put the game on auto, go make yourself a sandwich. And... I actually do that. <laughs> I put it on auto, <laughs> and then come back. Booster solves so many problems. <laughs> Booster just kicks under the shield, so just every and he goes down. I hope we get more characters that kick under shields because I'm really annoyed with the HAL meta. You know, like the two great mystics that punch under shields. We have two great mystics, right? <laughs> Spectre. Spectre and Blue Beetle. Spectre. They're the perfect counter, right? They're mystic, special. No, one special damage. No, actually, no. They're both not special damage. They no, both punch under the shield. Damage against Hal anyway. okay. you want to well, he's a mixed. Yeah, he's a mixed tank. He doesn't care. <coughs> Booster is. I, I, if, if Booster shards become available, I will be taking him RB five. How can Spectre suck so bad? I just don't get it. <laughs> no, there's a full episode about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. So let's wrap this up so we can uh, do our patron only. And if you're not a patron, okay. this is your chance. Become a patron-only episode. We're going to deal Siege and Raid tips. And good ones this time, not just the generic ones. I'm going to give a little bit of our secrets away. Except for, uh, you probably yell at me, but we'll do it anyway. <laughs> All right. Hey, everyone. It's Tootitron. Thank you for listening to the WROL broadcasts. If you like the show, consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash WROL broadcasts. Me and Hank gotta go, cause Kage asked us for some dating tips. See you next time.